Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. At least the morning hours, otherwise maybe a sprinkle for the afternoon, with temperatures just shy of 50 degrees. Turning breezy, too, for the afternoon may have gusts around 25 miles per hour. Pretty nice sunset, though, coming our way and dry for your Friday evening plans out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 for Belvoir, 47 Foggy Bottom, 46 Silver Spring. We're at 43 and holding in our nation's capital, where the time now is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, February 2nd, 2024. Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP, a local county officer shoots and kills a man while responding to a breaking and entering call this morning. Also on WTOP, small plane crashes into a mobile home in Clearwater, Florida. Two women at their wit's end are searching for help. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Parts of California have gotten as much rain in a day as they usually get in a month. CBS's Carter Evans is in Long Beach. We got so much rain today. You know, some areas got three, uh, up to five inches of rain. The ground is saturated right now. And then we're going to have a little bit of break, but not enough time for, for the ground to dry out to the degree that it needs to. And then we are going to get a much bigger storm on Sunday. So the concern is landslides, landslides and debris flows. And they're trying to identify those danger areas right now. A 17-year-old boy from California is now being charged as an adult for a swatting incident at a mosque in Florida. CBS's Jeff Begay says police believe he's behind many other false reports. He's allegedly targeted mosques and historically black colleges and universities, including hate messages denigrating race, religion, and sexual orientation. If this suspect is convicted, he faces up to 65 years behind bars. A small plane has fallen from the sky, uh, completely demolishing a home in a mobile home park in Clearwater, Florida. Several people are believed dead, including the pilot, Fire Chief Scott Ellers. The um, aircraft was found in the um, one structure, predominantly right in that one structure. We've learned that plans have been approved for strikes in retaliation for a drone attack on a base in Jordan over the weekend that killed three American soldiers. Here's CBS's national security correspondent, David Martin. U.S. officials say the plan calls for a series of strikes that would take place over a number of days against targets in Iraq and Syria. Both the militias that have been carrying out the attacks against American troops and the Iranian facilities and personnel who support the militias and make the attacks possible. The time of the strikes will depend on both weather and intelligence. We may get to see on Friday what's in the border security bill that's been dividing Republicans. More on that from CBS News immigration reporter Camilo Montoya-Galvez. A lot of the divisions that we're now seeing in the Republican Party seem to be stemming from the fact that former President Donald Trump has said that they should not vote for this compromise with Democrats. Again, the published text has not come out yet, so this could change later on, but this could basically be a victim of the very heated political moment that we're, we're in on immigration. President Biden has signed an executive order that targets four Israeli settlers in the West Bank. They've been accused of attacking Palestinians and Israeli peace activists in the occupied territory. The order imposes financial sanctions as well as visa bans on the four. 
This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 50 little blue or yellow pills for only $120 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose Sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and... But she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. WTLP at 104. Good Friday morning, February 2nd. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, mostly cloudy, chilly. Veronica says by daybreak on Friday. The low should be 37 to 42. We're up a degree to 44 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour Friday morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with the latest in a man that is reported dead after being shot this week by a Prince George's County officer. In Suitland, happened last evening, Thursday evening. Police say officers were called at that time to an apartment complex located on Suitland Road around 5.30 in the afternoon for the report of someone breaking and entering at the time. That officer arrived. He entered the location and encountered one male adult suspect. An exchange happened uh, with that officer. The officer discharged his weapon, uh, striking the adult male one time. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz, who says this morning the man died at the scene. The officer was not injured during the incident. Police say this morning a gun was also recovered on scene. The Maryland Attorney General's Independent Investigations Division, we're told, is now investigating the case. WTOP at 105. It's taken longer than expected, but news of the morning sports world. The Washington Commanders have now found a replacement, apparently, for Ron Rivera. The Washington Commanders reportedly picking Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be their brand new head coach. As you can imagine, fans are now digesting all of this news. Here at Tommy Joe's, the choice is the talk of the bar. And before we get to Commanders fans, here's what Dallas fan Caleb Wilson thinks about it. Uh, I'm so happy about it. Get rid of him. He's picking up a guy that I hate. And well, here anyway, the excitement doesn't extend to Commanders fans. Michael Collins did his research on Quinn. He gave up 48 points in a wild card. Like, and this is the guy we wanted? I don't even feel like this is the guy we wanted feel like we didn't pay the other dude the money he wanted. He says the stats aside, it comes down to this. He's an ex-Dallas guy. What are we doing? We wouldn't we wouldn't go to Russia and get Putin as the president. Like, what are we doing? In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. Turning the page to other stories this morning. To plan to build a casino at the site of an empty car dealership locally in Fairfax County has hit a stumbling block apparently this week. Fairfax Now reports this weekend a bill... It would allow the county to hold a referendum on placing the casino in Tyson's along Route 7 has been tabled at least until next year. A Virginia Senate subcommittee voting to continue Senate Bill 675, as it's known, until 2025. They say so more in-depth analysis of the case, the potential casino, can be done. The bill was introduced by State Senator David Marsden, who says Virginia is losing tax revenue here to people traveling to other locations to gamble. Stay tuned. 
An apartment building in southwest D.C. is now the focus of a new lawsuit this week filed by D.C.'s Attorney General. This suit, filed against the company that manages the building, says it did not know anything, did not do anything, that is, to protect two black women who say they were harassed by a white man who also lived there. The lawsuit says the man drove by one of the women in the building's parking garage, made a gun gesture with his hand, and pointed it toward her in July of 2020. The same month, Alicia Lendon with the D.C. Attorney General's office says... And another woman, he attempted to run over with his car and then spat in her face. And this was right in the middle of the COVID pandemic. The AG is suing UDR, the company that manages the building, for violating the D.C. Human Rights Act. The lawsuit accuses the property manager of doing nothing after the women reported the incidents. One of the women asked to be moved to a different unit. They never offered her any sort of comparable unit that she could move into. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Sure, it's winter, but you're prepared. You've got your winter parka. You've got your winter boots. And you've got your winter weather station. WTOP. With traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Facts matter. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's Friday, February 2nd. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning. 108 on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Multiple work zones going on at 66, starting at the Roosevelt Bridge, for maintenance operations affecting lanes in either direction. Then westbound 66, west of 29 in Arlington for the maintenance work. Right lane and right shoulder closed. Then you find the work zone westbound 66, just west of the Beltway, heading over to Nutley Street. This is road widening operations. The right lane and right shoulder closed. Then the westbound 66 express lanes after U.S. 50 in Fairfax. Uh, the right lane is shut down. Also westbound 66, east of business 234 Sudley Road at a minute. Maintenance operations with the right lane closed. Also on Sudley Road, a mobile closure of the left lane southbound right at 66. Eastbound 66 in the express lanes near Virginia 28 in Centerville. You find the right lane is closed. 395 both directions between Seminary Road and Duke Street. Maintenance work with the right lane right shoulder mobile alternating closures. Duke Street in Alexandria at the ramp to South Van Dorn Street. Right outside lane right shoulder mobile alternating closures. That's in both directions. King Street at the ramps to 395, right outside lane and right shoulder, are mobile alternate enclosures again in either direction. The bridge inspection work in Virginia on 95 in either direction at US-1 has cleared, so all lanes are now open. There was some pothole patching operations going on northbound 95. North of Quantico, that operation has cleared. However, the bridge replacement operations continue northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard. The left lane, left center lane are blocked. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Some stray showers possible this early Friday morning. Temperatures will be between 36 and about 42 degrees. Your shower chance will last until really mid to late morning. Otherwise, just a sprinkle or two for the early afternoon. Skies will clear gradually throughout the day with highs just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 44 College Park, 45 Fairfax, 47 on the National Mall, 44 on Holding. In this 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, February 2nd, brought to you on WTOP by Long Fence. Saved 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 110. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Brought to you this morning by PenFed. Great rates for everyone. 
Jeff Claybaugh joins us now. Walmart will open or remodel 150 stores. Walmart hasn't opened a new store in three years. Volvo will stop funding EV startup Polestar. Polestar sales last quarter were down 39% from a year ago. Delta Airlines branded Amex cards cost more. The SkyMiles Reserve is a $650 annual fee now. The Platinum version is now $350. The Dow rallied 370 points Thursday. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained one and a quarter percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks mixed this morning at this hour in the 1 a.m. hour check. The Hang Seng is down by five points. The Shanghai is off 44. Elsewhere higher, the Nikkei is up 156 this morning. The Kospi up 71 this hour. Good morning. Glad you're with us. We've got the latest on the situation at the border coming up next on WTLP. It's 111. Welcome in. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Inflation is still running hot. While investment returns have cooled, is your financial plan primed for this current reality? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about the impact of higher prices and how to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group or just find us on your favorite podcast app. It's Friday, February 2nd. Welcome into WTLP. If you're just joining us, mostly cloudy as we head towards daybreak in this early morning, overnight. Chilly, according to Veronica, we should be at 37 to 42 before we're done. We're at 44 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. 113 on WTLP. Glad you're with us this early morning. This is WTLP News. Bipartisan group of lawmakers in Congress continues to work on a measure right now to enact sweeping new controls along the southern border. This would include the authority to pause asylum processing during spikes in migrant crossings. But does this measure stand any chance of passing once it is actually fully unveiled? This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett explains what's happening. Well, they oppose it sight unseen, and the hope among Senate bipartisan negotiators is once The critics who are imagining what the bill says actually see what the bill says. Their tune might change. That's highly optimistic. There is a possibility of that, but the politics of that are pretty well set in stone. And it doesn't look like former President Trump is going to budge. He's going to call it a bad bill no matter what's in it. The irony here, of course, is that this negotiation has very little, if anything, for Democrats. There's nothing about 
dreamers or path to citizenship or any of the things that used to fall under the umbrella of comprehensive immigration reform. This is all entirely on Republican terrain and would change asylum laws in significant ways, in ways that no president can do with executive authority. And yet, House Republicans still may seek to block it. There's a possibility. Whenever there's legislation and a a chamber as important as the Senate considers it and possibly passes it, there's a real chance. But House Republicans are going to have to come to a different point of view to give that Senate bill, should it pass, any chance over there. Let's switch our sights to the Republican presidential race. Uh, Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, the polls continue to say that she is very well behind former President Trump. Uh, What is the calculation of the big money donors who are helping to keep her in the race? The best way, I think, to think about this is break glass in case of emergency. The Nevada caucuses will be this week. Trump will win all 26 delegates. If the poll numbers stay the same in South Carolina, and I'm not predicting that they will, but if they do, Trump could walk away with all 50 delegates in South Carolina, shutting Nikki Haley out completely in the two contests after Iowa and New Hampshire. So why hang around? Well, she wants to try to amass delegates wherever she can, if not in South Carolina and Nevada, Super Tuesday states, and say, I'm an alternative in case other things crop up for President Trump, such as legal challenges and polling data show consistently, even among Republicans. If the former president is convicted, many of them will opt out. And Nikki Haley is saying to donors, keep me around. Keep me around just in case, because we don't know where all these legal cases are heading. And I need to be your alternative in case another decision has to be made about the former president. Of course, the Trump campaign has a simple answer to that. Let the people decide, and his path to the nomination, they see it as inevitable. That is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast on WTLP, talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Friday morning we're following for you on WTLP. The Washington Commanders turned the page and picked Dan Quinn as the head coach. Quinn was most recently the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. The March trial date for former President Donald J. Trump's election interference case dropped from a D.C. court document. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes for a lack of transparency on his recent hospitalization and cancer surgery. More on these stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters, people like you who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. Good morning. Coming up on WTLP in the morning of our Friday. What it's like to treat patients who try to bite you. A local veterinarian will share her experiences. I'm Kate Ryan. That should be interesting. It's 118 on WTLP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Kim Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. 
Thank you very much, Dean. Uh, in Falls Church, Arlington Boulevard at Cherry Street, one westbound lane blocked by the accident going on in Fairfax County. Prince George's County, an accident reported Winbrook Road to Floral Park Drive. Uh, that's in the southern part of Prince George's County. In Chevy Chase, two lanes of northbound Wisconsin Avenue at East West Highway blocked. Also westbound East West Highway, that's Maryland 410, remain blocked because of the emergency utility work. And then Georgia Avenue northbound after Forest Glen Road, single lane getting by the emergency road work on the beltway in prince george's county on the outer loop at pennsylvania avenue there is a work zone that takes away the far right lane in the baltimore washington parkway northbound ramp to 410 watch out for some road work and then both directions of 410 and prince george's county uh, between riverdale road to ellen road right lane blocked both directions because of ongoing gas main repair and then maryland 450 northbound and southbound between 76th avenue to chesapeake road right lane blocked in either direction. Road work going on in Montgomery County on eastbound 200 prior to New Hampshire Avenue. It's the two left lanes that are blocked and then northbound 355 between Central Avenue and Rosemont Drive. Two left lanes are blocked. Only the far right travel lane is open. Shady Grove southbound between Tupelo Drive and Briarsdale Road. Left lane is closed because of the road work. And at the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is closed. Two-way operations working on the westbound span. One lane open in either direction. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Spotty light rain showers this morning. By lunchtime today, maybe a sprinkle. And by afternoon, mid to late, a little bit of clearing expected. Temperatures this morning between 36 and 42 degrees were well above freezing. So a little on the cool side, of course, but not terribly cold. Later today, just shy of 50 degrees. Again, late day clearing and what is going to be a nice evening if you've got plans to go out this Friday. Saturday and Sunday will start out in the upper 20s to lower 30s across the area. I'm forecasting 48 to 50 degrees Saturday afternoon and about 53 to 55 for Sunday afternoon. It will be a beautiful weekend. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 46 Georgetown, 43 Bowie, 43 Leesburg, 44 at Holding at our nation's capital, 1 a.m. our Friday morning, February 2nd here at WTLP, brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Heating and air. And coming right up. How there's a street fight in Cheverly over the redevelopment of the hospital. I'm John Doman. WTLP at 121. Good morning. At Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision. And all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh... Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Friday. February 2nd, welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. Time now is 122 on WTOP. 
This is WTOP News. On the medical page this morning. Word coming of layoffs apparently at George Washington University Hospital. About 60 people in all expected to lose their current positions, although many will be offered other jobs, we're told, at the hospital. It's a move the nurses' union was not apparently expecting. NBC4 reports the hospital's parent company, Universal Health Services, is citing healthcare industry challenges as a reason for these layoffs. The restructuring will decrease the hospital's workforce by at least 3% to help reduce expenses and increase efficiency. The hospital also says most of those laid off are not directly involved in frontline patient care. Turning now to an update, speaking of health on the opioid crisis, people in our area are getting some new money and a new settlement, an advertising agency that helped develop a marketing strategy to actually sell opioids such as OxyContin has agreed to a $350 million national settlement, we're told. Maryland, breaking it down, receiving $7.2 million. D.C. gets 617000 and Virginia gets $7.8 million. Also on WTOP this morning. Being a veterinarian comes with ups and downs. On one hand, you get to work with cute animals all day, but on the other, they might try to bite that hand. Next month, some local high school students in our area will hear about all the challenges and rewards of veterinary medicine. Working with snapping turtles, you do have to make sure that you know where their head is at all times. That's Dr. Sarah Sirica, clinic director at City Wildlife, one of the veterinarians who will be speaking to high school students interested in veterinary medicine in a webinar hosted by the Humane Rescue Alliance. Debbie Duell, the Alliance's education director, says high school students can get lots of their questions answered. We've even had vet students come on and talk about their journey from undergraduate to vet school. The next webinar will be March 9th. There is a fee, but Duell said financial assistance is available. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The group redeveloping the old Prince George's Hospital in Chevrolet now wants to connect the property to the town. It wants to do this through... Annexation and the opening of two residential streets. WTLP's John Doman tells us this morning that's causing a street fight of sorts, if you will. Technically, the hospital property isn't in the town of Chevrolet, but the hope is the new development there would change that. And developers and some town leaders want to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to the property, arguing... We do feel it is best suited to to serve the retail that we've heard that you all want to see on the site, and we ourselves want to see on the site. Teddy Swift is with Urban Atlantic, the developer behind the project, but not everyone who lives there thinks residential roads need to open up to make the retailers come. It's a lot cars that's a lot of traffic you also have the crazy drivers speeding down the road another survey is being sent to chevrolet residents this month to get their feedback which will be used to make the decision john dome in wtop news you are listening to 